I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the With Intention podcast by Cami Sophia. So, guys, I have had quite a day today. My car broke down in the middle of... Um, a, not motorway, a dual carriageway. And I ended up being able to drive it to my gym, which is where I was going. I was like two minutes away from the gym when it broke down. So I managed to get it there. And then I've had to get like the AA, had to get my car towed. And it's at the garage now. I'm not sure what's wrong with it. But right now I'm at my parents' house because I'm waiting for an insurance cover to come through so I can get a courtesy car. Because I can't lie to you guys, I have a lot of places to be this week. This week is one of the busiest weeks I've got and I might not have a car for it. So I might be getting a bus everywhere or a taxi, which is just going to be expensive. So let's pray for me that by the time you're listening to this, I actually have a car, okay? But anyway... So today's episode is very exciting because I have lovely, lovely guests on. We've got Janelle J. Roberts on, okay? So this amazing woman, she's an author, an entrepreneur, a first generation college graduate, okay? She has a timeless young voice of what everything looks like to turn your pain into art, okay? She is honestly beautiful, an amazing, amazing girl, amazing woman, okay? She talks about you know, the beauty of being a woman of colour, luxury living and mental health and how she got to where she is. And today's episode is all going to be about girl boss energy, okay? And how you can get there and how you can get to your goals, maybe in a toxic environment or an environment that you don't want to be in right now. And it's just proof that you can work hard and with work, hard work, you can get to where you want to be. So on her podcast, she also has a podcast, it's called To All The People. She brings an inspiring and accessible podcast that embodies the struggle of being a first generation homeless college graduate surviving abuse and navigating toxic family dynamics. And she's very relatable and I think with her podcast, it's just a beautiful journey of overcoming depression, learning forgiveness, becoming, you know, your own sense of love, teaching yourself how to love yourself, how to love other people and how to be loved by other people. 
Um, so you can follow her socials, which are at Janelle underscore Roberts, um, and that's for TikTok. And then on YouTube, it's at Janelle.Roberts. And I'll have this on my Instagram story. I think I tagged her yesterday. So I'm filming on the Monday right now. So it's Monday today. So I've tagged her on Sunday, but I'll tag her again when I release the episode. Um, and I'll put it in the description so you guys know. But yeah, I'm very excited to have her on. So I'm just going to give her a call in a second. Um, so yeah, I will be back in a sec. Okay, hello, we are with Janelle. Say hello. Hi. Hi, Cammy. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> me too. Okay, so we're going to talk all about, you know, girl energy, girl bossing it. So we've got a few different sections to talk about. So um, I've given your introduction, which um, you obviously know about, but is there anything else you want to add? Maybe talk a little bit about your book. Oh, the book. Yes, yeah. um, of course. Um, so I'm pretty sure the intro is just super fire, but um, yeah, so a lot of like my work and my content and stuff is dedicated to self-help and mental health, very similar to what Cami does on her podcast, um, and yeah, I mean, my book, To All the People I Love Before Loving Me, is just for any young girls who are just having a hard time trying to break free from cycles of abuse, toxic dynamics, those kinds of things. It's called To All the People I Love Before Loving Me, and it is available on Amazon, yes. and you can get it in the UK. Yes, I will link it in the description along with all of your social links as well. So the first kind of section we've got to talk about is how to balance work, friendships and relationships whilst having a relationship with yourself. Yes, I like I like that. Um, um, so recently, more than ever, I always talk lately, I've been talking a lot about um, inner child healing and the importance of inner child healing. And I think like when we start taking on um, friendships and certain dynamics and stuff, it kind of starts off probably because we didn't really have those concrete set boundaries as a child. Yeah. And when we set boundaries, sometimes it's harder for us to set boundaries with our own self than setting boundaries with people. And I think the setting boundaries starts within like with, with your own self doing that inner ground work and you kind of in a way like to be completely honest like when you want to get somewhere in life and you have goals set you kind of have to put yourself on a set schedule and that balance is so important in friendships and in work relationships and that type of things and to be honest lately more than ever I have not had a lot of time for any outside things that are not contributing to my life because boundaries have been put in place that makes sense well, yeah, boundaries are like literally one of the most important things for your mental health. I think as well, what you can do yeah. to manage it, you can do like your time blocking. So I know for me, almost every hour of my day is planned, except for today because I've been completely thrown off. <laughs> but, yes. you know, time blocking is really important. And also making, you know, make a goal for yourself. So once a month, make sure you've got a date booked in with one of your friends to go for lunch or a coffee or whatever it is. And then maybe dedicate one evening a week to self-care, so whether that's having a bath or a long shower or plucking your eyebrows, just something to make you feel better. Yeah, yes, I totally feel that. I think sometimes like even, like I like how you highlighted on like the self-care aspect because that's so important when it comes to just setting boundaries and stuff, learning that you're important, knowing that you're feeling good. One thing in particular that I really do like to do is I kind of like to allow myself to mentally power down. Like every morning when I wake up, I like that you talked about being on a schedule every single morning when I wake up, it's like, okay, how are we feeling? How are we doing today? I try to look at a picture of my younger self, which sounds so crazy. (laughs) And then I just say, 
how is she feeling today? Is she feeling irritable? Is she feeling happy? Is she feeling bubbly? And just taking the time to go into like my little corner to meditate and self-reflect is something that's been helping me feel grounded. Do you ever feel like off track when you don't follow your schedule? Sometimes. I feel like sometimes it can't be helped because I feel like, because I do long distance as well with my boyfriend. It can, I do get off schedule every other week. Um, Yeah. So from that I do kind of look forward to it by the end of the trip I'm like right I'm ready to go home wake up in my own bed go to the gym in the morning do my whole routine but I think it's important as well you can be strict with your routines but it's also important to have fun let loose okay if you don't wake up at 7am every morning or you wake up at 9am that morning instead don't you know punish yourself for not sticking to routine so it's about having a loose routine and you know not being too hard on yourself with it yes you I I, now that I'm thinking about it I remember you made a post recently and I really liked it and you said even waking up at 12 o'clock you can like means being productive yes exactly it's because that day I'd literally stayed in bed until like 2 (laughs) p.m sometimes you need to you know like life is like life is so chaotic and like you have to like kind of like listen to your body when it's telling you I need to rest I need to reset and that's setting boundaries too I was literally on my period that morning I remember it was so bad you know the first day of your period it's just so bad and I went to the co-op got some ice cream I just ate in bed watched friends I was just chilling out I was living life um right so the next subject is how to take care of your mental health whilst driving to be a girl boss oh that's a good one I think journaling is really important journaling is very very important but also acknowledging how you're feeling that day or that morning is important too. Um, so recently I was just talking about how when when I think about like my success, because you know I post like the luxury life yes. and blah 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 this girl boss and I love it being though. An it's and I even I tell you Cammy, but like I'm in the process of like opening up an actual headquarters in Texas right now. I haven't really told anyone so oh. that's in the process right now. So I'm looking forward to doing that. But to be honest, I had to learn how to operate from a place of love and not from a place of trauma, because I was oftentimes equating my success to the things that I had, you know, the having a nice car, having a nice lifestyle, trying to prove everyone wrong. You know what I mean? So it was more so like I was striving from this, this proof of trying to prove every, everyone wrong, except from. You know what I mean? And I and I don't think I really understood how that was affecting my mental health. Yeah. Um, and sticking myself into therapy and having open conversations with the people around me about how I'm feeling. And that even goes back to the setting boundaries. And sometimes even with friends, you can love them, yada, yada, yada. But if you're <laughs> really mentally good, sometimes you have to just straight up say, hey, I'm having a mental day. Um, I love you. We'll reconnect. But prioritizing my mental health um, while striving to be a girl boss is, it's something that, I don't know, girl, it's like, it's its something that comes and goes. Because I feel like life is like a roller coaster, you know yeah, what I mean? Like some exactly. days will be, some days will be bad, but if you build yourself up mentally strong, you can do anything. So now that I've learned to build myself mentally strong with educating myself, therapy, reading books, setting boundaries, journaling, whenever those bad days come to the surface, I'm able to self-reflect, see how I'm feeling and then move on from it. Well, yeah. And going back to what you're saying about kind of relating your success to what you have, it's kind of this thing Mm -hmm. I spoke about it a while ago 
on, um, <clears throat> I think it was my other girl bossing episode actually. And I kind of spoke about the fact that we set all of these goals for ourselves and we think to ourselves, right, I'm going to be so happy when I get that new car or get my driver's license or, you know, get that grade or whatever it is. And you say to yourself, I'm going to be so happy. And then you get to that point and you're always thinking about the next thing rather than actually appreciating how far you've come. And if you're not, if you're constantly putting yourself in happy, but only in the future tense, you're never going to be happy because it's always going to be in the future. So it's it's really important to make sure you're being happy in the present, okay? So you're making sure, you know, rather than visualising yourself happy in the future because you've got this thing, why don't you say, well, look mm. how far I've already come. I should be so happy already. Yes, exactly. Cammie, girl, you're, girl, you are wise <laughs> beyond years. You know, you really Yes, like... I couldn't agree more and I'm 27. So this is something that I am that I am still like working through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I really do like that you you kind of like hi- like you 100% highlighted on like you hit the nail on the coffin because yes. it's just like we cannot like we cannot equate where we where our current state is to it because I've had this thing, you know, probably the last like 2 years. You yeah. know, the last 2 years have really good but the, the couple of years before that because I've had this lifestyle for a while do you know what I mean so yeah. I've been living like this for probably four years now so every time I would get something it was never like oh yeah I'm so proud of myself it was more so uh, okay now to now it's time to move on to the next thing yeah and now I'm to operate and work from a place of love and I also think that can also equate to um having imposter syndrome the constant belief that you aren't good enough yeah um, it could also be in maybe like a toxic narcissistic family dynamic where someone only you know showed appreciation or showed love when you did what they wanted or when you were succeeding succeeding and if you are a child that isn't oftentimes you know, prioritized or given love or given praise for the smallest things. I think that's why it becomes easier for you to become an adult who equates their success to how well they're doing in life opposed to just loving yourself through the process. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it's really important as well to remember that you need to make sure that you are saying well done to yourself rather than putting your validation from someone else, you know? So it was like, um, I was talking about it in a relationship term, is you need to love yourself so much that when there are no gaps left for anyone else to fill, so then when people come into your life, it's not for your extra validation, it's for just extra happiness in your life, you know? So you're complete by yourself, and then, you know, when someone else says, well done, it's like, oh, thank you, I appreciate you saying that, but I didn't need you to say that. Yes, oh, I love that. Like, learn to not be codependent on other people for your happiness, yes. but for your own self. Yes. Yes, I uh, and we tend to do that a lot in our relationships too mm. there's like a lot like unlearning yeah yes. I agree with that also by the way like sidetrack I had no idea that you and your boyfriend are doing long distance yes although we've been doing it Look for two years now yes we did long distance for two years I was in college uh, yeah he's at uni right now so um but he's got oh, a placement yeah. so this year he's gonna be back in town again so we're gonna have no long distance for a year and then one more year of it and then we're done thank goodness oh but honestly though i love it you can like that's what yes (laughs) people people always make comments i know this is like sorry i don't mean to go off off like topic about it it's fine it's fine make it work with you they will they will like they definitely will all the people that said it wouldn't work out long distance like 
I, yes. And it teaches you to be like very self-sufficient because yes. it's kind of hard to be codependent person when y'all aren't together 24 seven. Yeah, exactly. I love it because it's like, when we're together, we have that time and it's dedicated to each other. And then the mm-hmm. other time I can spend with my friends or by myself or doing the things that I want to do for my goals. And it doesn't mm-hmm. interfere. And we've got a good relationship, I think, because he's got a good balance. He's very similar to me in the way that he's very independent, just does his own thing and has his own separate goals, which I really like, you know, whereas it's really nice okay. because you can have a balance and say, right, well, I'm going to see my friends then and then I'm going to see you then. And it's just, it's really easy. I think it makes it easier to prioritise different things and having a good work-life balance when there's distance, I think. No, 1,000%. I could not agree more. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to, that you have to, and that goes back to what you say, and like, stop trying to find people to fill in holes and fill in gaps. So yes. you can, but I mean, that goes back to that. You know, I, I had to learn how to not be codependent, actually, like in my relationship. Yeah, it like can I really be had difficult. I talked about it a lot of podcasts. I brought Luke on, um, and we had a conversation, and we we talked about how a lot of times we were very dependent on each other for our happiness, and it puts so much pressure on our relationship, yes. so much pressure on life. And now, like I'm doing my own thing, he's doing his own thing, and it's just such a beautiful party. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like we get to exactly. love each other better because we're not. We, we just get to be happy and joyful with each other, but we're not depending on each, each other for our joy and our happiness. Yes, I completely agree. I think, honestly, it's the best way to be when you're independent. Because I saw this thing mm-hmm. and it said, um, a healthy relationship is two individual people helping each other to become the best versions of themselves. Yes. 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 <laughs> right, you go on to the next one. So <laughs> the next one is um, how to start a business when you don't know how or where to start. Or how to do it. Um, okay, that's a good question. So if someone is confused about what their purpose is in life, what I always say for someone to do is to close their eyes and think about that one thing that you could do for free for the rest of your life. I love that. Yes, and, and when you can find that thing that you can do for free for the rest of your life, now it's time for us to expand on that so we can make it a career and we can make it a, a, a way of generating income for ourselves. And when we have that one thing that we love, we're usually very good at it. And that's where our zone of genius lies. Like that is our zone of genius. That's where, that's where you know, we kind of hit our God moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. I was... You know, I would say probably two years ago, I had decided I will not work for anyone ever again because I was taking on all of these career paths where I was not happy. I kept trying to equate my success to the person next to me. I kept seeing people doing this and I was like, maybe I should try that. And sometimes I think you have to try things to see if you like it, if you don't like it. But when it comes to starting your business and when it comes to finding your calling, the things that you like, you have to be open to failing at it yes. because fail the rough draft before you get to the final copy. And sometimes some of us will give up after the first failure. And if you're not failing, then you're not even doing it right or you're not even trying. And so when I decided I want to write a book, I want to do my podcast and I want to do creative directing work. And eventually, like I told you, I have like my, my headquarters that's opening up soon. Mm -hmm. I had to 
very, very real about what I wanted. And I had to accept the fact that, hey, it might not be making money right now, but it's something that I love and I could pull in from that thing that I love and creating a plan for yourself and creating a business for yourself and creating a purpose for yourself cannot be driven by the fact that I want to be a rich, rich person from it. It has to be driven from the fact that I love it because once you love it, you're never going to give up on it. You're going to keep pushing and working towards it yes. opposed to taking where your parents are telling you to do. Yeah, exactly. I always say that it's really important to make sure you want to do something because, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like the people around you do influence what you want to do, whether that's, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's going to a uni and you think, oh, they don't really have the course that I really want to do, but mm-hmm. I'll be with them. You know, it's about doing what you want to do and what you're going to be passionate about and making something you love, something you can do every day. My aim is to not work a day in my life because my work is something I love to do and enjoy doing it. Yes. Yes. And I think once you find that thing, like, you know, before we start saying like, you know, like how to start the business, it's just more so like, what is your purpose? And then once we've got that purpose, then we are able to expand upon it. And just this, this amazing way where we can start creating these goals to center ourselves around what it is that we want. And then it becomes easier. Yeah, exactly. And I think as well, One thing, especially if you're wanting to get into social media, maybe starting a business in social media or, you know, doing content creation, whatever it is, it's really important. There's this thing called the iceberg theory. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like the tip of the iceberg is your success. And then the iceberg underneath the water is everything you had to do. Because people message me and were like, how did you get there? And I'm like, well, it took a lot more than just one video to go viral. You can have a video that goes viral, but you have so much work to put in after that to keep people engaged, to make sure that, you know, you're going onto the right trends, you're analyzing the algorithm. You're going to make sure that you're putting things out there that people want to see. And I think people will only ever see your success. They will never ever see the days where you make no sales, the days where you don't even get out of bed because you're not feeling like it. They're not going to see that. They're only going to see the success the car the house you know the following on social media they only see that yes like the (laughs) crown like no and that's the thing like I think a lot of times and that goes back to like the failure aspect people want to avoid the groundwork like they don't want to have to do the work and you have to be open to the groundwork because there is beauty in the groundwork there is beauty in failing there is I mean it sucks when you know you don't sell a book or, or or something doesn't sell out that you came out with but it teaches you something you learn something from it you learn how to do it better you know what I mean yeah, and exactly. I like that I like what you said about like how sometimes like people like you know they'll they'll you know make comments like it looks so easy it it, it, it looks this way blah 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 this blah blah that I always like think about LeBron James for instance who is someone that practiced every single day for 14 hours a day yeah but you we don't, don't even see think that. about we don't even think about the fact that he grew up in impoverished conditions we don't even think about the fact that you know what I mean and those are the things that we 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 don't see and I think sometimes when you know when for me at least like with like the lifestyle I live and the fact that I know I work so hard and the fact that I know there's been so many failures and so many no's and and so many you can't do this and, and you can't do that and to know where I am now um and people make assumptions I've had to learn how to tune it out you know what yeah. I mean because it's just like ever know what it took for me to be me and the things that I lost to be me and, and the things that I had to give up to to be me and to be where I am in life and I think yes. there's beauty in that mysteriousness of people not knowing who you are um in your full capacity you know yeah. what I mean Do you know what? I really like the way you've said that beauty and the mystery of it 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you said that. Um, Kevin, you know, of, Kevin oh, you know I'm a country Texan. <laughs> <laughs> I love, honestly, your accent is just beautiful. So my top listeners are actually in the US, so I feel like they'll be hearing you going, oh, finally, someone normal on this podcast. <laughs> They're gonna be like, who's this southern? Here, who's this southern girl? <laughs> but um, one th- one other thing that I do want to say is, when it comes to like you know starting your business and finding your purpose, you have to be so delusionally confident in yourself yes. that it doesn't even make sense. Be like a you have to have a, you have, yes, yes. <laughs> you have to be like so deeply rooted in like yourself, like. I don't, I don't care if you're worried about wearing that outfit and you think your belly's hanging on. Girl, you better wear that outfit. And, you know, and a lot, lot of times, a lot of times people will say, well, once I get, once I start looking the way that I want to look, then I'll start dressing that way. Yes. Once I get the aesthetic that I want, then I'll start posting. Start right now because this is the groundwork. You're already in it. Yes. You're already it's... in it work well yeah and it's to do with literally the quote that I put my whole podcast around is you can't hate yourself into a body that you love so you can't expect yourself to you know get your hair done get your eyelashes done get your fake tan or get a new outfit and expect to just love yourself now forever okay you can't do that you can't just expect it to happen you've got to do the work you've got to love yourself because it's a process you're going to have up and down days obviously but you can't hate yourself into a body that you love you've got to love yourself yourself into a body that you love yeah because at the end of the day you're the business you're the brand exactly exactly you are your biggest supporter you are the only person that's going to push you to be where you want to be yeah yeah I think the smartest thing that anyone can do who because I'm pretty sure a lot of the people I don't know I'm pretty sure the white people that listen to this probably want to do social media and stuff um I think the hardest thing that you can probably do is create a brand around yourself like cammy's like an i feel like you're like an amazing like i mean you're killing it like on tiktok oh, ig you. you're you're killing it you're killing it like honestly thank you you're like the perfect example of someone who you know your brand you understand your mission and everything that you're doing is completely tailored to to health wellness self-care self-love Therefore, if you come out with anything in that re- in that realm, like say you come out with a workout set for like Pilates, it's it's nine times out of ten going to do very well because you have created a brand around something that you love. Yes. And in the process of doing it, you're going to love it. And that's something that I've had to really learn how to do is to not allow social media to make me who I am, but to use it as a way to market myself for success yes exactly the future is social media for absolutely everything free marketing exactly yeah completely is you just got to know the tips and tricks on how to do it so on Mm -hmm. to the next thing is how to create a three-month plan to achieve your goals I like this question um so yeah because you came up with it (laughs) (laughs) Not me saying, I like this question. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Okay, Janelle, okay, be serious. I'm honestly, Cammy. I'm so goofy, it's not even funny. Okay, no, um, it's fine. on my social media a lot and on my podcast, I talk about this a lot, about how I was able to manifest the luxurious life, you know, the dream life. Yes. What I started doing was 
to be full transparent with you guys, after I graduated from college or what you guys would say uni, um, I came back home and I had really bad post-college graduate depression and I sunk into the deepest depression. I didn't leave the house for six months and then I moved to California, had a cool job, was really struggling job and then COVID hit and I had to move back home to Texas and I like literally I gained I want to say I gained like 40 to 50 pounds during COVID like my depression was just sinking so badly and I said to myself I have to get out of this funk but I don't I don't I can't make a yearly vision board because it overwhelms me so I need to learn how to break my life up into a way that's going to be easy for me to achieve. Mm-hmm. Because once you start putting on your list, I want to have 100,000 followers on Instagram in one year, you start getting confused and rambled up. Or if you put, I want to get in the best shape possible, you start getting confused and rambled up. When you start putting, you know, I want to write a book, you start getting confused and rambled up. You get yes. very overwhelmed goals that are just so high to achieve. And I think people have to keep in mind that in the previous year, we were doing something the complete opposite. So There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We have to learn how to break a habit, and it takes 28 days to break a habit. So this new thing that we're taking on, we have to make these goals achievable. That way that when we achieve it, we feel so good inside. And that's why when I started creating a three-month um, plan for myself, there's 12, there's 12 months in the year, right? So yeah. I split them up three months. So from January, February, March, that's when I move into those smaller goals. So in the previous years, say, you know, I wasn't eating that well, I wasn't working out, my health was really bad, I wasn't journaling. And those first three months, I'm going to put down self-care. And I'm going to write little things to help me do that. I can start off by saying, wake up every morning and journal. I can do that. That's easy. Opposed to me saying, I want to be in the best mental health state by the end of the year, but how am I going to achieve that? Splitting your life up into these three-month goals allows you to to move in a way that that makes it more easier for you to attain those goals. And yeah. once we get the mental health aspect out of the way and those next three months, we can start adding to the list, okay, now that I'm in a very good mental place, maybe I actually want to try to get to 4,000 followers on Instagram. You know what I mean? That's pretty achievable. How can I do that? Maybe I can post a reel, you know, three times a week and just splitting it up like that. And you just kind of progressively move up and you just progressively move up. And then when that next year rolls around, you you just keep going. You just keep going and you just keep going. Yes. And that's that's worked for me personally. Well, yeah, because I um I always say to plan it. I always make a a list of the things I want to get done this month. So whether that Mm -hmm. is. 
I don't know, because my my next aim for next month, because I tried it this month, I don't think it's going to happen. Next month is like 10K on YouTube. And just the little things like that, that, you know, they're achievable, but you've still got to work for them. Because I say as well, with like manifestation and setting goals, you can write this goal down, okay? You can write down, I want to be a millionaire. But you need to also say, okay, well, how am I going to get from A to B? Because you can say this and you yeah. can think, yeah, I'm just going to speak out to the universe and that's it that's all I need to do no you need to work towards it and you need to show the universe as well that you know you deserve this and that you are working hard and once you achieve that you're going to continue to work hard yes and also like I think people also have to accept their limits and they have to acknowledge their limits yes because that like we are programming ourselves to do something we have never done before and when I started doing the three-month plan and stuff a lot of times I would surpass like when I started doing TikTok I put like I want to get to 10k like because last I started TikTok last year and now I'm almost at 140k just from doing this plan and so last year I put the first three months I want to get to 5k followers I don't know and I surpassed that and I got to 10k and a lot of times you pass it but then there will be moments where something will happen in life you know there could be a family illness there could be you know something going on with your vehicle there could be something going on at work you could lose a job and instead of being up up, just allow those goals to still be there and if even if you don't complete them just allow them to roll over into that next season and to not be so hard on yourself yeah exactly that I 1000% recommend anyone listening to this episode to do is before you start writing this these goals down you need to write a goodbye letter to your old self from the previous year and you need to include everything that has happened you need to include all of the highs you need to include all of the lows and then what you do is you fold that letter up you tuck it away you put it somewhere you may not you know not see it and then when the end of that upcoming year ends, you open up that letter and you read it to make sure things have changed. And if they haven't changed, then it's time to change. And it's important to document what's going on in your life because that is your way of holding yourself accountable. Yes. No one's going to hold yourself accountable like your like your mom, your boyfriend, your dad, yada, yada, yada. When, it, when you are able to hold yourself accountable and when you are able to acknowledge yourself and have a sense of self-awareness, oh my gosh, you become un. <laughs> like genuinely like when you can say damn I actually like need to get it together or wow I'm really not feeling myself right now or wow like I haven't been that kind to myself but I want to fix it there is nothing like having self-awareness and having this documentation and having this track record journaling doing all of these things is your testimony to where you are in your current state sorry that was a lot but yeah that's honestly that is amazing I love the way that you've worded that that just I can't even add anything that's perfect (laughs) it's absolutely perfect (laughs) um so on to the next one is staying motivated and avoiding burnout which I think is like in January especially I get such bad burnout I don't know why I think it's the weather and it's just gray and gloomy outside but yeah so what would you recommend same I I don't know why like January is the burnout year for me it's not even December it's January like January I'm tired I think it's because I ate all of that crap food in December yes and it's just like we've been I feel like we just we've just been hustling you know what I mean like we've just been working hard and then we just really feel it um staying motivated and avoiding burnout um I think that goes back to 1000% setting boundaries. But one thing that I've started doing recently is like, 
sometimes I'm just, you know, we get in this, this, this like work mindset, you know what I mean? Like, do you ever get like that where it's just like, you haven't like looked up in a while and it's just like, dang, I've been kind of grinding lately. Like I haven't really had time to my, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like that, that, like I recently was in Vancouver and, um, I was like up in Canada and we had like went on a ski trip and girl, listen, like I was struggling to enjoy myself because I didn't have any work to do like I had scheduled no work that week yeah and I had to say to myself like wow Janelle like we gotta spend some time to ourselves, girl like (laughs) you've been you know you've been kind of doing a lot lately like we need to you know we need to have several seats and 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 sit out and sit down a little bit but when I start feeling burnout it's when my mind is clogged up it's when I can't think straight when I'm really overwhelmed, it's when my content isn't contenting, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. just like, I think a lot of times when it's not doing well, it's well, like... Well, the just... algorithm's changed as well. So don't be too hard on al- yourself. Yeah, the, the algorithm changes. It, it definitely does change. You know, let me be easy on myself. It definitely does change. You're right. It, it does. No, what are you about to say? Uh, TikTok's now trying to be a, um, a search engine. So you need to play to that. So rather than just doing um pov da, 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 you need to say like how i got from this to this because it's more you need yes. to be searchable text so that's a tip for all of you guys out there <laughs> thanks cammy girl no worries. <laughs> carry on with what but, you're saying <laughs> but i try to stay motivated by trying to do the things that i love and that goes back to you know understanding your why and understanding your purpose and thinking about that thing that you could do for free for the rest of your life yeah because it's a it's easier for me to to feel recentered when I'm doing something I love opposed to me taking on something that I don't. And when I, when I feel burnout or when I feel like, you know, down, I try to go find things that inspire me. Like my favorite thing to do is I like to go to, to the museum by myself. I oh. love watching myself. Like I will go to the movie, get a popcorn and a pickle and I will sit there <laughs> and I will watch what is on. So revisiting those things that make me happy and revisiting those things that, that are, that bring me joy are just so important. Yeah. You have to find, you have to be inspired. Like you have to find inspiration. You have to kind of go back to your roots of what made you you. Yeah, well, what I love is I'm lacking motivation. It's going on um, Pinterest and searching to say I'm trying to do studying or I, I type in like study aesthetic or girl boss aesthetic or healthy lifestyle <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> because it motivates me I'll be looking at all these girls just sat with their like massive pink IMAX in their office with like New York in the window and I'll be like right I need to work hard I need to do this I love I love how you're like I just need to go see something visually pretty so I can so I can get back to where I get to oh I feel that so when I was in college whenever I was down to make myself feel motivated I used to walk on the treadmill and I used to play like um motivational speeches all the time like there's this one like with Will Smith and um, Morgan Freeman. And it's just like, if you have a dream and there's a speech with Matthew McConaughey where he talks about why you should never search for um, happiness, you should search for joy. So just finding things that are, even if they're just corny and cringy that are just gonna make you feel better. Sometimes you need to cringe a little bit, you know? Like sometimes you need to get the corniest, cheesiest thing and keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? And that's something that 
it's just listening to things that are going to inspire me similar to you in like pinterest i do love pinterest i will not lie i live on pinterest there's this girl on um youtube that i used, i watched her probably about a year ago i haven't even watched her in a while but you just sparked my memory when you said about listening to speeches and she does these really like they i think some of her videos actually like titled like bad bitch speech and um <laughs> <laughs> i know and it'll be talking about how to be independent don't call him back don't text him back how to get your mm, together and all of this and it's just like it's really really good but I cannot think what she is called for the life of me but I'll post it on my Instagram story on Wednesday because I'll try and remember to actually think of what it's called but yeah so yeah that's a nice little thing of staying motivated and avoiding burnout so the next one is how to get past people not taking you seriously or not believing in you that's mm, <laughs> seriously and not you know I always say you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people are always going to have something to say. What People are going to have something to say when you're doing what they want you to do, and people are going to have something to say when you're doing what you want to do. Exactly. So you best do what you want to do. Like, honestly, at the top of the list, because when you want to do social media and you want to get into these into these realms and these things that you love and, and you want to make money doing the things that you love, you have to be mentally prepared and mentally strong to deal with the outside pressure. And when people say things, like sometimes people leave comments underneath my page. Like one person made a comment and was like, I'm tired of you using your platform to exploit marginalized groups. And I was like, what? what? You know, yes. And that like, really really bothered me because it was to me like it was a dig because it's just like wait I am a part of a marginalized group wait I do use my platform to talk about because I grew up homeless you know so I talk a lot about homeless I talked a lot about growing up with a narcissist I talked a lot about being the first in my family to go to college like I talked a lot about that and so it really bothered me because my mission is to you know, I want young girls to who are going through what I'm going through to know that there's the other side of it. Yeah. Sometimes people say things that are just so hurtful and we we want to prove a point and say, wait, no, that is not me. That's not who I am at all. But when I think about the groundwork of what it took for me to get to where I am, I keep in mind that I don't know I don't owe anyone an explanation. Because could that person that said something to me last a bad day in my shoes? They probably couldn't. No. And then a lot of times on social media will say things um, online that they will never say to your face. Yeah. So I honestly and truly like envy is very, very real. And a lot of people want what you want. And a lot of people won't always have the mindset to get to where you want to get to in life. And people will talk. And if people are talking then let them. You just have to, you really just have to be centered in yourself and knowing who you are. And you cannot, uh, you cannot be confined to, to man-made opinions and to what people are saying about you. You have to be so deeply rooted in yourself. And that goes back to therapy. That goes back to reading. That goes back to self-love. That goes back to setting boundaries. All of those things will, will prepare you. Like it, it will keep you safe. You know what I mean? It will prepare you for anything coming your way. Exactly. I think with social media as well, you say 
hearing about people commenting. It is actually crazy the amount of people that have guts to comment some stuff that they would never say to you. Like there's been situations where a girl has commented something really like backhanded and I'll reply going, I think I look really cute to be fair. And she'd be like, no, you do. And being all lovely to me because she didn't think I'd see it. But it's very interesting to see the people and the way they comment things as well. I was talking to you about this before we actually started recording. You will never be criticized by someone that is doing more than you. You will only be criticized by someone that's doing less. And remember, confident people do not put other people down. That's basically what I'm trying to say there. (laughs) Also, on top of that, like, the fact that people, this is what I always think about too. You have to live in that mind all day, that nasty, angry energy all day. So I'm not even going to let your little comment affect me because I I would, would, not to be rude, like, and this probably sounds, you know, kind of messed up, but like, I would hate to have that kind of mindset. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I would hate to have it. Life is too short to go about being nasty and unkind to people when you don't get anything out of being mean to someone, you know? So you've got to remember that the people that are being nasty to you, they're projecting their insecurities onto you. It's nothing to do with them. It's, no, it's nothing to do with you and it's everything to do with them. Mm-hmm. To like wrap this like part up, when I think about like manifestation and like talking, you are speaking something into existence. Like yeah. when you speak, you're speaking things into existence. That's why you have to be very careful careful about the way that you talk and the way that you think and you have to have an understanding because when you are spilling negativity and when people can comment things like that you know sometimes their circumstances really aren't that great because my grandma used to always say to me that like the things that come out of our mouths are like little spells they really are like they they're you know we are energy beings we are celestial beings you know that's why sometimes when we go around people we don't like their vibes it's not we don't like the way they look. It's not like we don't like their appearance. We don't like their energy because human beings, we, we feel energy. We have an intuitiveness to us and you just, wow. Like, honestly, it's very disappointing. And sometimes it sucks because a lot of times the comments are from other women, you know what I mean? And that's always the most hurtful. Well, confident girls do not bring other girls down. Okay. Plain and simple. With a snap. Exactly. That's my snap. (laughs) okay so the next one is what's your best financial advice if you can't buy it at least three times don't get it i like (laughs) that i like that like it's that simple like honestly and truly it is that simple and one thing that i do 100 percent recommend is like some people make comments and they'll be like you travel so much, blah, 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 this. And some people are the type of people that are like, well, I like to see my money in my closet. I would rather spend money on experiences and educating myself, like not even going to college, but just, you know, going to really cool seminars and, and being able to be around like, like-minded like women. You know what I mean? Like yeah. things, like, we have this thing in, in America called like Beauty Con and like Essence Festival yeah. where a group of women in the same field get together and it's just a really good time. But the best financial advice I can give you is do not live above your means. If you cannot buy it three times, do not buy it. Do yeah. not try to keep up with a certain lifestyle because you see someone else doing it. You know, every girl has a modern apartment. I'm someone that has a modern apartment. This These white walls and these white walls that get dirty all the time. <laughs> I um, saw your post about you being sick of your white walls now. <laughs> Girl, I'm over it. I'm over it, you know? And it's just like, whatever. Listen, that goes back to what I say. Like, you know, you can make an aesthetic out of anything, but my best financial advice is do not live 
above your means. Exactly. Like, just don't do it. It's not smart at all. And your time will come. And I'm pretty sure most of the people that listen to your podcast are probably, you know, younger and stuff. And it's just like, there's been a lot of times where I've made some, some stupid financial decisions. There's been times where I've had a lot of money at a young age and I've just done something really reckless and dumb with it because yeah. I couldn't buy it three times over. Like, why am I going to go buy a Chanel bag if I can't buy it at least three times? Do you get what I'm saying? Exactly. So be smart spending. Just be smart. Just Save be that smart, money. smart, guys. <laughs> I know. Mine was um, gorgeous, gorgeous girls are not in that overdraft. They are not in credit card debt. <laughs> they have their finances under control. Facts. There's this quote by Nick Minaj that's so funny to me and I always think about this. I mean, this is really bad advice, but um, <laughs> she says, you don't, don't spend your money, spend his. Yes! For legal reasons, for legal reasons, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but be a boss babe, have your own money, do not like, that, that, that's just a funny quote that no, I think it's about, but great. it's just like, I think it's so important for women to have their own like you know my place is expensive but like I know if anything happens to one of us we're gonna be fine you know what I mean like if I want to take my fiance on a trip I can do that you know because when you have two nice sources of income coming in it's really nice but if you cannot buy it three times yeah do not do it if you are if you want to live in a five thousand dollar a month apartment do not move into it unless you can you know you 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 can pay the rent three times over do you know what I mean exactly that's a lot of money as well to be spending just on rent (laughs) that's crazy but um, girl you don't even know how much my rent is (laughs) your house your like place is absolutely beautiful so I don't think I want to know either um (laughs) anyway (laughs) so the next one is the best advice you've ever given yourself oh wow um, sorry I've hit you with some deep questions today <laughs> you have what's the best advice you've ever given yourself me yes I want to hear yours okay my I actually wrote it down and I need to give a bit of background to this because I feel like it's gonna just seem really weird otherwise so I went to an all-girls school growing up and mm-hmm. I feel like girls naturally have a very it's like a built-in thing of being competitive with each other you know um mm. So the quote is, stop being jealous, threatened or intimidated. You have your own blessings and use the sight of other people's success as a motivation to do better. So rather than, and thing is as well, compare, don't compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to the person that you were yesterday and make sure that you're even just 1% better, you know? So rather than seeing someone else's success and think, oh my gosh, I need to do better. I'm so like being threatened by it or jealous or envious of it. You need to see it as mm-hmm. motivation and, you know, motivation. <laughs> Pushing you to be better. Not better like than them. Better good. person in general, by the way. That's good. I like that. Thank you. Appreciate I it. Like, um, I think mine will have to be... Mine changes. I feel like it changes whatever, like, season of life I'm in. Yeah. So mine will have to definitely be is to do my inner child healing, um, to love on that little girl, because anytime I'm being mean to myself yeah I'm really being the the little girl that oftentimes felt neglected 
if I'm being hard about my body or my mindset or, or, you know, when I make a mistake, I have to keep in mind that the reason why I'm feeling these intense feelings when, when I'm not succeeding or doing well is because the little girl in me wasn't doing well. So my best advice is, you know, you're a little bit older now, you know, whether you're 17, 18, whether you're 27 or 30, listening to this podcast, you're old enough now to love on the little girl that was you, if that makes sense. Yeah. And one thing that has helped me not allow people to bother me or, or affect me or, you know, um, one thing I started doing is instead of looking at them as adults, I look at them as children. And when I started looking at people as children, I started realizing, whoa, this actually has nothing to do with me. This has everything to do with the fact that some of your probably earliest childhood memories and earliest childhood moments stemmed from the fact that you probably felt like you weren't often loved or often enough. And so the best advice I can give to anyone is to heal and in the process of healing to be very kind to yourself because keep in mind that when you're not, you're being mean to the little girl in you because she's still there. Yeah. She's still, she just got taller. (laughs) <laughs> and a little bit more and a little bit more curvy you know what I mean <laughs> well, it's like that TikTok trend isn't it I think it started from um Kendall Jenner randomly is she said that her therapist had told her to put a picture of herself when she was younger on her mirror so then whenever she said something nasty to herself in the mirror she'd be looking at that little girl saying you're saying that to her is that something you would want to say and it was like that TikTok yeah. trend of taking saying oh my gosh like my nose looks so big and then the little girl, they go back to like a picture of the little girl going, what do you think my nose is big? And just, you know, stuff like that. Yes, 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 yes. I think, I can't remember what show I saw it on. It's a show that came out a couple of years ago. Mm. That's like when I first like acknowledged it. Like that's when I first like saw it. But yes, I think Kendall Jenner did do it too. Or speak to yourself how you would speak to your friends. If you wouldn't say it to your friends, why are you saying it to yourself? Facts, but some friends will just <laughs> yeah, okay. annihilate you. Well, <laughs> the good friends, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, okay, to be fair. But, but listen, listen, boss babes have good friends, okay? Yes, None of that mean, exactly. girl stuff. <laughs> and the thing is, it's important as well to remember that success can really be lonely sometimes, so it's really important to make sure you actually take note of who sticks around because they are the good people. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. My favorite group of people to have in my life are people that I don't have to call every day, but we love each other. But if anything goes wrong, we're there for each other. Exactly. You know what I mean? Friendship is about being there for each other, not seeing each other every single week. And if you don't see each other or message each other for a few days, you're suddenly not friends anymore. It's not a case of that. Because some of my friends, I'll go like months without talking to them and then we'll meet up for a coffee or whatever and we'll have like a massive catch up and it'll be the exact same as it was when we left. Yes, one of my friends, I don't even, I haven't seen her since college, but somehow, some way, she, she literally messaged me today and said, hey, I'll be there in March for spring break. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, she's at, George, at Georgetown Law. So like, she's just like, I'll be there. I'm like, okay, girl. So we've been spending spring break together every single year, probably the last three years. Aww. And I don't see the girl other time. <laughs> but, yeah, like, but that's like my... That, well, honestly, becoming an adult is realizing, like, you need to make plans with your friends, like, three months in advance because we're both busy, you know? Yes. Like, it's taken yes, us weeks yes. to be able to find a date for this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Fair. Okay, so now we're going to wrap it up to the quote of the week. So do you want to tell us your quote of the week? Yes, yeah, so my quote of the week is, when the world tells you to shrink, 
to expand. That's a quote from um, the first black editor of Teen Vogue, Elaine Welterod. Um, and if you're interested in reading an amazing book, um, she has this book called More Than Enough, which I highly recommend. But yeah, when the world tells you to shrink, you better expand I like a sponge. That. I actually saw your Instagram post yesterday and your quote, your like caption was that. And I was like, this girl, I know what she's doing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, right. My quote of the week is finding ways to feel good in the gap of space between where you are and where you want to be is everything. Oh, I love that. Thank you. So it's just about, you know, finding happiness in where you are rather than putting you being happy with a future goal, which is kind of what we were talking about earlier, really. Yeah, it was. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a blast. Guys, stay on if you want to hear her cat farting. (laughs) (laughs) No, I seriously... I had such an amazing time. I love what you're doing, Cammy. Like you. you're just so wise beyond your years. I cannot <laughs> wait to come to London and yeah. just hang out with you. And I have to take you to like tea or something. Oh Hi, yeah. Tea. Well, we'll we'll do um. I'll vlog it for YouTube, guys, so you guys can follow along too. <laughs> yes, it'll be fun. Um, I just have one question really quick. Okay. Are y'all are you a fan of Molly May? Um. Yeah, I quite like her. Although I don't like the baby name. Girl, Oh, Bambi. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I was just asking because I'm a fan. Girl, I'll be watching her all the time. Do you? Oh, no, I like her. Yeah. Although, I don't know what I was expecting with the name considering her cats are called Eggy and Bread. Eggy and Bread yeah. and Bambi. Yeah, that's what Eggy I mean. Bread, Bambi. Maybe the name will grow on us. Oh, Gwyneth Patrol named her daughter Apple. Uh, yeah, true. Do you reckon she gets free <laughs> Apple phones for the rest of her life? <laughs> Apple. And then Kylie named her son Air. Airy. Oh Airy. yeah, I how do you know. even say that? Air? Airy? I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Stormy's cute though. I'll give I'll give her that. Stormy's cute. Bambi will grow on this, I think. Yeah, I'm hoping it will grow on me. I'm hoping. <laughs> but anyway, right. Shout bye to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. If you Thank guys want to listen you. more, my podcast to all the people, podcasts available on Apple and Spotify. Thank you so much for having me, Cam. You had such an amazing time. Thank you. Right, guys, I'll see you next week. Bye. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to edit this part out. My cat just came and farted. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to keep that one in, I'm not gonna lie. Gosh, my cat is gassy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.